There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Rachel Ray has announced she's ending her talk show after 17 seasons. She made the decision in less than 30 minutes, but at home, it would take you two hours. (laughs) There's a limited edition Girl Scouts cookie called the Raspberry Rally, and it's sold out so quickly that boxes are now being listed on eBay for hundreds of dollars. (laughs) That's a great way for Girl Scouts to earn their black market badge. What's going on in America? You can buy legal weed in the store, but you got to go underground for Girl Scout cookies. United Airlines has announced that it will offer T-Mobile customers free Wi-Fi on all flights. And Spirit announced that they're going to fly really close and you should be able to hop on their network. Okay, weather-wise, clouds on the decrease much cooler today than yesterday. Sure was nice yesterday. See a high of 51 today, right now 45. Uh, learned early this morning that Hamilton County Sheriff's deputies enter the home of Bengals running back Joe Mixon a few hours back after responding to a shots fire call that left a juvenile injured in Anderson Township. This is crazy. Uh, evidently no arrests have been made, and Joe Mixon's involvement is unclear. But uh, Fox 19 is saying that deputies responded to the 7900 block of Ayers Road around 8.30 p.m. for a report of shots fired. Meanwhile, one juvenile was transported to the hospital with minor injuries. It isn't clear how the juvenile was injured. But it's definitely the kind of neighborhood that if you hear shots fired, you're like calling. Something Something is, Yeah. yeah. Going on. It's weird though that like I, Tim and I were talking about it. Like, wh- like Joe Mixon, even if he wasn't home, like what wouldn't you come out and say like I wasn't even home? I feel like by now he would have said something. There'd I don't be a know. Statement of some kind. I mean, this happened at midnight. This is you know almost seven hours later. I'm not saying anything except through my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. He could still say like I wasn't even home at the time or. It's an investigation. Yeah. Because that's where all the rumors are starting is because no one has really said anything. Check his Twitter. (laughs) And the fact that that other situation happened with him last month. Downtown, yeah. Doesn't, I don't know. Doesn't make people go, oh, there's nothing going on. Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they had the TV stations and all the news crews out there in the neighborhood as crime scene tape was uh, 
wrapped around a home on Ayers Road sometime during the evening. Uh, a neighboring home is the same listed as Joe Mixon's home address in a warrant for his arrest issued earlier this year on the charges that Tim is referring to that were later dropped. Uh, but the property has not changed hands since then. So it is believed to be Joe Mixon's house. Mm. And I guess there was at least one evidence marker in Joe Mixon's yard. But, Jen, you just said that all of the tape and everything has been taken down, right? And no charges have been filed and, yeah, yeah, no arrests have been made. And they allowed a car into the home's driveway around 12.15, so maybe that was him. Could be that he was not home mm-hmm. up to that point. Uh, then a law enforcement officer arrived with an envelope of documents around 1.30 a.m. Several deputies entered the house minutes later. Flashlight beams could be seen around the home. Three deputies entered around 2 a.m. carrying note-taking supplies. And then the crime scene tape was taken down around 3.20 a.m. And deputies left without making an arrest. Yeah. And the juvenile's okay, been, has been released from the hospital? Uh, one juvenile tra- transported to the hospital with minor injuries. And it's not okay. clear how the juvenile was injured. That's all I can tell you. Well, let's just hope he's not in, in any more trouble. Right. <sighs> All right. To Pink. If you've been to one of her concerts, you've seen her aerial stunts, and they're pretty cool. Yeah. And Who she, knew? She says they aren't going anywhere. She says they're fun to do, even though they're really hard and physical, and they keep her engaged and humble. Apparently, before she became a singer, she wanted to be an Olympic gymnast. And once she saw Cher's Farewell Tour, which ran from 2002 to 2005, she felt inspired to add acrobatics to her shows. She said, I'm very unique in the fact that I get to think about, is there something I should be hanging from when I'm singing this? Yeah. <laughs> that's, Maybe. that's a great thought to have, I yeah. guess. Maybe the entertainment value. Yeah. Maybe this requires something being built. She says, I don't necessarily craft a song thinking about that, but once it's there, I'm like, oh, that's going to be so much fun. Why would I stay on the ground if I don't have to? She said it makes her so happy that her cheeks hurt from smiling sometimes at shows. Oh, That's cool. It's so fun for her. It's always amazing to me how she can still sing. She's hanging there upside down, and and her voice is still solid. It's not cracking or, uh, I mean, I'm hanging from something trying to sing. (laughs) And how out of breath are we? (laughs) her documentary that she has i think it's on amazon prime is kind of talks a little bit about how she started doing a world tour and what went into it and it was so well done if you haven't checked it out you totally should but i was thinking about her coming to great american ballpark like how is she gonna swing from the rafters they'll build something yeah she's gonna have to have something built yeah some sort of crazy stage. They'll have some sort of stage, yeah. Mm. Some scaffolding of some sort for her to hang from. Connect the uh, the foul ball yellow things yeah, in the, the outfits. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes straight across. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, despite what the internet would have you believe, not everyone over the age of 45 hated Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show. In fact, a group of seasoned ladies, shall we say, at the Arcadia Senior Living Center in Bowling Green, Kentucky, they recreated some of her moves in a TikTok that instantly went viral. Super cute. It has more than 30 million views to date. Rihanna took notice and sent the ladies a bouquet of white roses along with a note saying their dance was amazing. Uh, about a week ago, Jay-Z sent them a bouquet of red roses. Oh, wow. That's That's fun. super cool. Yeah. Super cool. 
All right. So when was the last time you guys actually went to the movie theater? It's been a, long time. It's been a bit. Last year, the year Gun. before, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Top Gun. That was the last one been I went to. Was that November? When did that come out? Or when, I don't even know. I think it was. Whenever that was. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the latest Batman movie was. I know. Yeah. It was the whole thing, too. I can't just say, one adult, pay my money and go in. No, you have to pick your chair. I need you to look noise. at the chart, sir. Where would <laughs> yeah. you like to sit? Really? What? Is it sold out? Is it that crowded? Was Top Gun in May of last no, year? It was May. It was, I don't know if it was May or September. Because it came out in December. Didn't it come out in December? It was on, supposed to come out on their birthdays. And then something December. else happened. And then, so yeah. it might have been, I don't know if it was May, June, July. Well, I went to a matinee on a weekday a few weeks after it had come out. And I was one of six people in the theater. Yeah. And well, it was in so many The theaters. rigmarole I had to go through just to pick a seat and yeah. pay my money was ridiculous. Yeah. And it it has gotten pretty pricey. I mean, it's an investment. So you do want to get the best experience for your money. And there is a system to that. Popular Science Magazine figured out the absolute best place to sit in a movie theater. So, not surprisingly, you're going to want to you're going to want to be in the middle of a row so you're lined up with the center of the screen. It's where you get the best view, but the surround sound system is designed to deliver the perfect balance in the center of the theater. As for what row to choose, you want to sit about 2 thirds of the way back. That's where audio engineers generally sit to test the sound system. Hmm. So, 2 thirds of the way back in the middle, if those rows are taken, you should sit closer to the screen rather than further back because it utilizes your peripheral vision better. I mm. tend to gravitate toward the two-thirds back zone. Yeah. yeah. Are you in the yeah. middle? Is that? Are you like to be on the end? Yeah, depending on how crowded it is, I try to be. Yeah, I usually like right around row three. Or, I like the last row in like the lower section. You know how when you come in and there's the main level and there's like a little stretch of like of a hallway that like a separates strip. Yes, yeah. a landing strip i like that last <laughs> row in the bottom section you're close i like to because i like to feel like a minute see i like to be at the top i go like three rows down from the top usually close to an exit somewhat like not as close to the middle a little closer to the end i used to do that but i found that there were more people on their phones like looking at their screens back there oh really yeah, that's why they gravitate to the back cuz i think they kind of they get bored they want to be on their phones mm-hmm. and the glow of their screen is distracting annoying. and annoying so i want to be on the end so i can go to the bathroom without causing <laughs> a scene crawl over right. people plus i also i maybe jeff is right like i do find myself sometimes being bored and being like i should just go like cuz i don't go to the alt movie often Right. But if I'm there, I'm like, oh, especially the kids' ones, forget it. So there's this little tip. I used to work in movie theaters years and years ago, and I found that in terms of weekday matinee attendance, uh, our first showing, like around, you know, 11.30, say 12 o'clock, it'd be relatively busy, and then the one thirty, two o'clock, it'd still be somewhat busy. But the three thirty, four o'clock showings were always practically dead yeah so if you want fewer people you want more of an immersive experience without the distraction of other people rattling candy wrappers and yeah the glow of their phone or whispering or talking through the whole thing that's the show to go that's to. the one yeah all right anything else on the e-news front no, i think that's it for now all right we'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock in the meantime straight ahead we got three headlines for you two of those headlines are fake one headline is real if you can guess the real headline, speaking of movies, we got a couple passes to an advanced screening of Champions starring Woody Harrelson. Uh, that's hosted by the Over the Rhine International Film Festival. 
tomorrow at the Esquire Theater, tomorrow night, 7.30. And we'll set you up with two passes as we play Faker for Real next. First, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tanya. Yes. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. We want to send you to the movies tomorrow night to see Champions starring Woody Harrelson at the Esquire. All you have to do is tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Okay. All right. Is it A, man steals kid's bike, then gets caught two days later when he rides it by kid's house? Is it B, two thieves got caught while recharging their Tesla? Or C, woman steals cheer mom's Louis Vuitton and gets whooped with a large bag of pom-poms? I'll go with a C. I know. That would be my favorite, too, but that's not it. It's the thieves recharging their Tesla. Yeah, a truck might have been a better choice for a getaway vehicle (laughs) here or really anything that runs on gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two idiots near Atlanta recently stole a bunch of stuff from a Sam's Club so much that they could barely fit it all in their car. So they walked off with several gaming systems and other random stuff like electric toothbrushes. But cops were able to catch up with them about 10 miles down the road because they had to stop and recharge their Tesla. And depending on if you're like on a supercharger or a regular charger, they can take up to 30 minutes or more to fully charge. So you got to plan ahead with these things, Mm -hmm. which they apparently did not. The stuff they stole was worth about $8,700. So they're facing felony theft charges. Yeah. They also had several guns, a few big bags of weed. All right. So cops tacked on charges for possession of marijuana with intent to distribute and possession of a firearm while committing a crime. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. And hey, listen, I have some more of these passes to go see the advanced screening of Champions. It's opening in theaters on Friday, but it's happening tomorrow night. Uh, at the Esquire Theater, brought to you by Over the Rhine International Film Festival. Just send us an email because I can I can hook you up with tickets. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. First come, first serve while supplies That's right. last. <laughs> okay. Uh, classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.